Welcome to Retirement Today. Our guest today has no idea what he's going to do. Welcome, sir. So, you don't have much of a plan, do you? Well, I wouldn't say that. When my Social Security kicks in, I was thinking maybe part-time at the big box store. Been practicing. Welcome, ma'am. Have a nice day. Excuse me, gonna need to check that receipt. Of course, your situation's not that bad, but you want to make sure your retirement is your reward for all your hard work. Call today, Kevin Frisbee, Frisbee & Associates, 800-998-5649, Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Someone who's reaching retirement age today but who didn't start saving until the age of 40 is probably following the advice from mid-1990s. Around that time, floppy disks were being phased out. A lot has changed since then, and today we'll help weed out the old-fashioned tips that have not stood the test of time. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Welcome in, everybody. This is Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. But wait, Kevin is uh, off today. We've got Lance Gilman sitting in. Of course, Lance, you're no stranger to uh, to sitting in on Financial Safari, either with Kevin or just, <laughs> I mean, we've done shows together in the past. Uh, Lance, by the way, an investment advisor representative. He's a retired lieutenant colonel. You are a 20-year veteran. You specialize in a, a federal employee retirement. You speak on Social Security. We're going to talk a little bit about that today at some point. Um, so okay. hi, Lance. How are you? Hey, great, Steve. It's always a pleasure to be with you. And uh, so this is going to be a fun show. Uh, you know, you talk about <laughs> you talk about floppy disks. Boy, doesn't that take you back, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I remember when 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 that's all we had for hard drive space was floppies. They didn't even have hard drives. Oh, I know. And I mean, <laughs> and the the uh, and then you know you had the 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 big floppies, right? The five and a quarters, and then you had the little. Oh ones. yeah, Jeez. off the charts. <laughs> yeah, you could almost save one megabyte of space on Ooh, there. Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, in, in any case, so we're going to talk a bit about retirement planning and 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 things that have not stood the test of time, because right. I mean, you know, I think a lot of things that we're going to talk about here, Lance, are are things that people probably uh, still believe because it's what they grown up hearing. And that, that first one is that 60-40 split between stocks and bonds. I mean, I hear that all the time. Yeah, we do hear that a lot. You know, and, and basically, the, the piece about this that's important is that there is kind of a recipe that is kind of a standard benchmark, hallmark, 60-40 split. But we use actually something called a rule of 100. And I don't know if you heard of that one, Steve, but basically what you do is you take somebody's age and you subtract that from 100, and then that gives you a risk factor. So if somebody's 40 years old, for instance, you take 40, subtract it from 100, and that gives you 60. So that's where the 60-40 concept came from. When you were 40 years old, right, you have 60% of your positions in stock positions and 40 safe. But as you get older, right? According to the model, then your risk tolerance should also change. It doesn't stay static. And that's the problem, Steve. Sure. And so, I mean, what do you advise folks today? I mean, what do you tell them? 
Well, we got to start somewhere. So we usually start with the rule of 100 to give us a, a general benchmark in terms of allocation and risk. So again, if somebody's 40 years old, we use the rule of 100, you take 40, subtract from 100, and that gives you 60. So 60% in stock positions, 40% in bond positions, that kind of gives us a general idea of where somebody should be in terms of risk and fixed. But as you get older, of course, you know, now if you're 60, they reverse, right? So 40% stock positions and 60% bond positions. However, you know, that it's a it's a tenuous thing because Sometimes when we get into these models and just standard equations, they don't always work. For instance, right now is not a great time to be in fixed and bond positions. Why is that? Because they're starting to raise interest rates. And every time they raise interest rates 1%, it decimates the bond market. So you can't just have a cookie cutter scenario where it's like, okay, yeah, now we're going to dump all 60% into bond positions doesn't work. So each situation, whether it's, you know, looking at somebody's retirement situation, which is never a cookie cutter situation, there's never a case that I've seen out of the thousands of different cases I've seen that has been exactly the same, as well as the times change. So you have to be able to react dynamically to the times. You can't just place and say, okay, 60, 40 or 40, 60. It doesn't always work that way. Good. That, that's a great way to say it, Lance. I like that. It's, uh, folks, if you want to get a head start, it's 800-998-5649. We're talking about things in retirement that have not withstood the test of time. Now, I know, Kevin, and I know most financial advisors are get-out-of-debt guys and gals, and, and I know that's important, but right now with mortgage rates as low as they are, is that an exception? Right. So that's another thing that, that comes up quite a bit in terms of finances and investments. A lot of people will say, well, gee, you know, my mortgage rate right now is 3.25. Our, our most conservative portfolios typically gain around six. You know, so then you're talking about, you know, you could potentially pocket the difference three and a half to 3.75% in your pocket versus giving it to the bank. So the, the position that we typically take is, is not a typical financial advisor position because most financial advisors want you to basically put all their, all your money with them. Right. And, right. and therefore have all that money working, you know, for them. And so that they can actually make, you know, a certain percentage off of that uh, as well, and then convince you that that's a smart thing to do. But here's the problem with that, Steve. In the scenario that I just gave you, it works, right? Because right. if, if you make 6%, which is our lowest producing portfolio, if you make 6%, and you only owe 3.75%, then you know, you're pocketing whatever, two and quarter percent into your pocket. But if you, what if you don't make 6%? What if you actually make zero? Or what if you actually lose in that year? You lose 10%. Well, guess what? You still have to pay that 3.25% right. to the mortgage company. Yep. So our position is always what is in the best interest of the client. <laughs> sure. That's what distinguishes us from other advisors that are out there. So in most cases, Steve, I, I know this is kind of, you know, an, anti uh, what you would think that most brokerage or financial advisors would say. Most most of us in, at Frisbee Associates will say we're going to lean towards getting you out of debt, All right. not trying to gain that extra two, two and a quarter percent uh, when you can. Um, out of an investment. All right. Well, that makes sense. And I think, you yeah. know, that, that I mean, again, it gives folks more confidence, I think, when, when the debt is, you know, essentially eliminated, I think. 
Exactly. It's yeah. gone. It puts you in a position of power. And what I've seen out of out of the thousands of cases that I've seen in retirement, the one, I'll tell you right now, Steve, the one hallmark, the one thing, if I had to say anything that separates those that have a peace about retirement and those that are anxious is whether or not they've, they've been able to work their way out of a debt position. Okay. That is the key. That sure. is the absolute 100 hit it out of the park key. If you're out of debt, think about it. What do you have left for just expenses? Spend, what do you no, got left? You got just You've, normal expenses. All your operational expenses. And that is it. For most people, that's going to be around 1500 to maybe 2500 maybe $3,000 a month. And in many cases, Social Security alone can take care of that. That's, so, a, that's a pretty powerful position to be in terms of um, looking at retirement prospects. Well, and again, when you when you think about it that way, um, then the money that you've saved that becomes uh, you know that becomes travel, that becomes fun, that becomes exciting. Boom, exactly. That becomes all the things that you want to be doing in retirement, not yeah. chasing debt. Right, I like it absolutely. So, Lance, let's talk about uh, dividend stocks. Uh, where does that fill into the fall into the mix? A lot of times, yeah, we do have uh, we do have a dividend portfolio that we use. A lot of retirees like that. You know, you got the standard blue chip positions where true blue companies that are are paying out good solid dividends. You know, it's that four, four and a half, five percent uh, on a regular basis. And you know what that is? That's just kind of insurance to our retirees that you know they're they're gaining that. And what they what they're able to do by structuring some of their investments that way is live off those dividends and not have to worry about uh, structuring their finances in such a way to uh, figure out how they're gonna pay for their their living expenses and their cost of living in retirement. And are dividend stocks still a, a viable thing today? I mean, obviously they are, or you wouldn't encourage people oh, sure. to use them. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I mean, those are our true blue companies that, you know, are, you've got two basic camps when it comes to, to stock positions. You have your growth companies and you have your value companies. Your value companies basically are those companies that are, you know, your true blue, they've, they've kind of stood the test of time you know, irrespective of whatever the market's going to, are going to bring. And they're the ones that actually share some of their gains with their owners, which are the shareholders. A lot of people don't realize that, but they buy into a company. You're actually an owner of that company. And yeah. so what they do is they pay you a dividend. They say, here, thank, thanks for being a part owner of our company. And, um, yeah, th those are steady checks that people can rely on kind of quarter by quarter where they get, you know, a 5% return on their money, which is a lot better than what you find in the bank, for instance. Of course. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep going here. Let's talk about target sure. date funds for a minute. And so I know that, especially if you're younger, you, you get automatically enrolled in a 401k, they're automatically put in yeah. target date funds. So at some point you've sure. got to take a look at those as we get closer to retirement. Is that fair? Yeah, I, I think, you know, I'm not a huge proponent of target date funds. And this goes back to those cookie cutter equations, kind of mm -hmm. like the 60-40 type of a thing. Same type scenario, Steve, whereby, you know, you're in a target date fund. What happens with a target date fund is they're going to, to change the allocation of the fund as you approach that target date. So if you say, okay, well, I'd like to retire in 2025. So what happens as you come, you know, five years closer and closer and closer to that target date, your risk allocation changes from more aggressive to more conservative. And so what are they doing? They're putting you into bond positions. 
Well, let's say somebody did that as they were approaching this last year and they were in a target date fund and they dumped them all into bond positions. Well, what happened when they started to raise interest rates? Interest rates raised over 160% in in uh, six months last year. 160%. And so wow. what happens, it decimates the bond market, kills it. So if you're in a target date fund, they're just going to dump you in there. They don't care what's going on with interest rates. It's all a just set formula. And that's why you got to be careful with stuff like that, Steve. Sure. It's, just, it's not a cookie cutter situation. Every situation is different. Every situation. All right. And on that note, let's go ahead and turn things over to Kevin and, and invite folks to call right now. That sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now gets that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, but more importantly, you'll find that you've now got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. We're closing in on 2022. And if you are closing on a retirement, stick around. On today's show, we'll outline how retirement will be different in 2022. In retirement, some people like to take it easy. Uh, let's see, to nap or not to nap. And some people like to go, go, go. And then we went to St. Thomas, then New Orleans, then our grandson's soccer game, then for the Theater New York to Bora Bora. You know what the beauty of it is? It's your choice. Ah, live it like you want. If you have the right plan, enter Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800-998-5649, 800-998-5649. Bad money habits. money habits. If bad money habits constrain your financial progress, it's time to alter your behavior. Here's another bad money habit to break. Thinking you'll win it big in the lottery. Big in the lottery. It would be nice, and we can certainly dream. But if you think about it, is there really any need to buy more than one Powerball ticket? Here are the odds of winning the big prize in Powerball. One in 292,201,338. So let's say you buy 20 Powerball tickets. You just increased your odds one to 20 in 292 million. The odds of finding a pearl in an oyster shell are just one in 12,000. You're way more likely to date a supermodel. Be crushed by a meteorite, be elected president, or become an astronaut than to win the big lottery prize. It's not even close. So while it can be fun and people do win, it certainly can't be your retirement plan.
Hey, we're back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Lance Gilman sitting in for Kevin Frisbee today. Kevin taking a well-deserved little day off, right? Um, he's a busy, <laughs> Kevin's a busy guy, right? Yeah, he is. He is a busy guy. Yeah, exactly. And I, so I like this. I mean, hard to believe we're already at 2022. Who knew? Um, <laughs> but, I know. But Thinking just, about Thanksgiving and Christmas. Oh, my like, gosh. Oh, my goodness. It's all How did that even happen? Where yeah. did summer go? I know. I know. I hear you. <laughs> so the, so let's talk about Social Security. I mean, this, that's a big change sure. this year. But let's talk. I mean, it kind of seems to me it could be like a double-edged sword. Am I right? Well, yeah. I mean, basically... For a lot of people on fixed incomes right now and looking at Social Security, they're, they're talking about a fairly large bump here. Cost of living adjustments for as long as I can remember have been pretty anemic, maybe 0.31%, 1.3%. Now they're talking about a 5.9% bump, Steve. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So what does that mean? Is that good or is that bad? Well, it's in what I, I would I don't know whether you call it good or bad, but it, what it is is indicative of the times. What it's meaning is that things are costing a lot more. You just look around at the gas pumps right now. I mean, it's it's just people are and and the cost of food. Um, it's huge, right? So, and when you get to a, a, a fixed income and you're talking about, you know, major jumps in inflation, that's a concern for a lot of, a lot of our clients, Steve. Sure. And uh, so as we look at that, I mean, but 5.9%, yeah, that's, that's significant. And, um, but the other, the other side of that to me is that that means inflation is really a factor out there. Oh yeah, there's no question about it. So basically, just just look around. What what's it costing you for food and for fuel? What just those two things, yeah. Uh, yeah, just I mean, a lot of people have been telling me that uh, you know the cost of of uh, their groceries is like almost double. So when you talk about an almost doubling uh, concern and you're only going up 5.9%, there's still a pretty significant gap there. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about average Social Security checks. And it says the average Social Security check in this year is about $1,565. Is that true? Is that kind of hold true to you? Yeah, it's about right. All right. I mean, now but keep in mind though, Social Security comes with a lot of different options. So most people don't get any help when they take Social Security and they just kind of get it as soon as they're eligible at 62. So there's lots of options with Social Security, and that's one of the hallmarks of things that we do is for every person that listens to the radio show or comes to any one of our seminars, we provide a social – I don't know if you knew this, Steve. I guess you probably did, but we provide a comprehensive Social Security planning pamphlet for all of our, our clients, radio listeners, and seminar attendees. It's about a 45, 46-page document that outlines all of the different strategies that, a, that someone is eligible for, not just like straight out of the gate, but what if they're married and are there certain uh, different strategies that, that they can use with their spouse to maximize their benefits. But yeah, so just understand if you're a caller, you're on today's show, or if you've been to one of our seminars, or obviously if you're a client, you already know this, but we provide that at no cost cost to all of our radio listeners. Nice. That's a pretty huge thing, Steve. That is, yeah. a, that is a big deal. Folks, if you'd like to get in, on um, get on the calendar right now. It's 800-998-5649. And, you know, you talk about Social Security. That, that should never be a standalone event. That needs to be part of a bigger, uh, you know, retirement income planning strategy, right. doesn't it? 
Absolutely. Absolutely, Steve. It's one piece of the puzzle. So as comprehensive planners, we we are going to look at your social security and we help people with that because it's confusing. And there's something like 72 different options that you have for social security to pick from. Um, and they're not going to give you a lot of guidance. So you need to be able to figure out what's best for you. So that's why we provide that service for all of our radio listeners and clients is to help them to pick the right choice. Because you know what? Even though it's it's not standalone, it is one of the first things that a people that a person's going to end up choosing to do in retirement is their social security. So you get one shot to do it, Steve, and it's got to be right. It's got to be right. And again, so that's why it's important to sit down with an advisor, because you just pointed out the folks at social security, as much as they want to help you, they can't. Yeah. No, they, right. And they're not advisors. I mean, they'll, they'll be able to tell you how to go online, check your account, stuff like that. Uh, how to file, but they're not going to tell you what the best way to file. Remember, you're talking to the government. Right, here. right. You know, they don't want necessarily you to learn like how to maximize your benefits. I mean, whatever. Sure. But even if they did, even if they wanted to help, they're not advisors. They no. can't. It's like illegal for them to give financial advice. Of course. So you're right, Steve. Somebody needs to be talking to an advisor to make sure they're doing the right thing, independent of Social Security, independent of the government. Sit down, figure it out. And there's lots of different choices. What's the best choice for you? So let's talk full retirement age. Uh, that is on the rise as well for 2022, as it has been the past few years anyway, where, I mean, each year, you know, depending on when you were born, it changes your full retirement age. Right. So it used to be that full retirement age and Social Security were parallel. So full retirement age and Social Security both at 65. And then they started to say, hmm, well, you know, I don't really know if we're going to have enough money for everybody <laughs> if we continue allowing people to retire at 65. So then they started to bump it up. And so then they bumped it to 66 and then 66, 2, 66, 4, 66, 6, 66, 8. And now if you're born after 1960, it's actually 67. So that's full retirement age. Although, what interestingly enough, they never changed the Medicare eligibility age. So that's still 65. Mm -hmm. Interesting, right? Sure. And the other thing is that a lot of a lot of people don't really think about is the early retirement date is they never moved that. So even though they keep changing the full retirement date, the early retirement date, 62, they they kept where it was. Well, they did that they because still take because they have to pay out less that way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. But people don't think about that. They just figure, okay, well, yeah, it's 30% less than what I get at full retirement. But a lot of people think, you know, bird in hand's worth two in the bush. So I'll get it now and maybe I'll get something before they go insolvent. The, the idea that, I mean, that's something that's hashed around a lot too, Steve, is, is the solvency of Social Security. It is true, like if they don't do anything, that Social Security, Medicare, and all of these government systems will basically become insolvent by 2033, something like that. And, the, and the, the dates move, a little, the target dates move a little bit every year. But they're going to do whatever they need to do to make the system solvent. They keep raising the full retirement age. They'll keep raising the maximum limits on income that they're taxing for Social Security. They keep upping that every year. And so I, I heard the other day that there are proposals in Congress to make Social Security solvent for the next 100 years. So. 
Okay. People shouldn't worry that it's not going to be solvent and then have that fear prompt them into taking their benefit early and losing out on benefits over the long haul. That's what happens, isn't it? People, I mean, oh, again, yeah. they get afraid. Well, and, you know, I think you mentioned this before, but, you know, one of the largest voting blocks out there are people over 65, and, and the politicians mm-hmm. in Washington know that as well as we do. They're exactly. not going to do anything to upset that apple cart. And, you know, <laughs> anybody that's, I mean, right. any baby boomer, I don't think has to worry at this point. No. And even, I no, mean, exactly. even you can even go back a little further than that, I think, too, right? Right. Yeah. Right. No, no question. No question about it. So let's talk about, you know, they'll make changes. They'll make changes to the rules. They'll change the full retirement age. They'll, like I said, they'll raise the upper limits of how much they're going to tax. So I think in 2021, the limit was around $142,800, somewhere in there. They're going to bump that up to $147,000 in 2022. Mm-hmm. So they keep bumping that up. Well, well, okay. Well, what if they bumped it up to a quarter million? You know, yeah. so they'll do what they need to do to make sure that there's money there for the people that need it. And so sure. it's like, and and the voting members of that population. <laughs> well, well <laughs> so, yeah, so, I mean, I think that that is interesting. I mean, why wouldn't they, you know, depending on how much you make, I mean, if you if you make 200000 or $300,000 yeah. a year, why not? Why wouldn't they have to pay Social Security all the way through that? Yeah, I don't know why they cut that off. I mean, they don't do it for Medicare. I mean, or Medicaid, right. you know, you have to keep paying irrespective of how much you make. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But for some reason, they cut it off with Social Security. I'm not <laughs> sure. But they keep raising it every year, just like they do the full retirement age. Well, so something else that we hope goes up, but we don't know exactly yet, is uh, the contribution limits for IRAs and 401ks and Roth IRAs. Um, I mean, there's always some speculation. And that generally gets done yeah. sometimes in November. Sometime in November. What's your gut feeling? What are you reading out there, Lance? I think my I think it will go up. It usually goes up five hundred dollars or so. Okay. Um, each year or something like that. Uh, right now, however, you know, if you have a four hundred one k, a lot of people don't know this. There there are different limits. So if a if you have an employer sponsored plan, you can contribute nineteen thousand five hundred dollars per year if you're below fifty into that plan. That's a lot of money. That's almost twenty grand. Steve. That's a lot of money. No question about it. You do that for a and few years and 50, you're in good. Yeah. Yeah. If you're over 50, you can you can put up to 26,000 into one of those. So another $6500 is the what they call the catch-up provision. Sure. So for every year after 50, you put $26,000 into a 401k. All right. So in well, four years, you can be over 100 grand. So I'm going to count on you to let me know when that announcement is made so that we can uh, yeah, make sure, sure people are informed. Well, we're up against the clock once again, Lance. So let's okay. go ahead and invite folks to sure. call. Yeah, that'd be great. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. 
for the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. 10 callers right now will get that comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, and you'll find that you've now got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800-998-5649. There are many kinds of risks when it comes to retirement. From longevity risks to health care. We'll break them down and highlight how to potentially avoid them. Remember that feeling on the last day of school just before summer vacation? How about that feeling you get around 4 o'clock Friday afternoon? Now multiply both of those by 100, maybe 1,000, maybe more. And that's the feeling you get just before you retire if you have the right plan. And you don't have to go it alone. You need someone to set you up with a comprehensive plan avoiding risk and pitfalls and securing lifetime income in your retirement. You need Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee, 800 998 56 a couple of stories about old money here, but not in the traditional sense of old money. First off, in 1965, Andre Francois Raffray, a lawyer, made a deal with 90-year-old Jeanne Calmon. She was 90 in 1965. He said he would pay her rent, 2,500 francs. That's about 630 in today's dollars, every month until her death. He would then keep the apartment in France once she died. Well, Calmon went on to outlive Raffray. He died in 1996 at the age of 77. Calmon died one year later at the age of 122, making her the oldest person to have ever lived. Now, according to the New York Times, Raffray paid a total of 180000 It's around $282.90 in today's dollars for an apartment he never lived in. After his death, his family was legally required to continue paying for Calmon's apartment, which was about a year. She died a year later at 122. Next up, Tokyo. In 2010, when officials in Tokyo went to congratulate 111-year-old Sojin Kato on being the city's oldest man alive, they were turned away by his 81-year-old daughter. After welfare officials were denied a visit several times, they became suspicious and asked the police to investigate. They soon discovered Kato's mummified body wearing underwear and pajamas lying in bed covered with a blanket. Kato had been dead for almost 30 years. His daughter had hidden his death and collected $106,000 in pension payments. For funny and old money, I'm Dave Perkins. Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Uh, Lance Gilman sitting in for uh, Kevin Frisbee today. Lance, of course, investment advisor representative at Frisbee and Associates. Uh, you've got a real specialty specialty in helping people with Social Security. You talk to, I mean, you talk to other advisors about Social Security, don't you? Yes, absolutely, Steve. Yep, I I go around the country and I, I'm a certified financial educator, so I actually teach advisors how to bring financial wellness and financial education into the workforce, uh, and teach other advisors actually how to to do those kind of things in terms of social security, retirement income planning, asset preservation, full gamut. Sure, and and I mean on the on the social security note, it. 
not all advisors are as well-versed in Social Security as as not only you, but just Frisbee and Associates in general. I mean, you guys really understand it and can help maximize that benefit that we have contributed to our whole lives. Yeah, absolutely, Steve. We've been doing Social Security and retirement income planning workshops for over a decade. We provide them uh, complimentary. It's a public service that we've been doing for that time frame. The reason that we do that, and it's kind of a hallmark of what we do, is we pride ourselves on education, motivation through education. Because what we feel, Steve, is that if we can educate people better, then they can make better decisions about their retirement. And like with Social Security, for instance, you get one shot, one decision to make Social Security. And that's it. You know, once you've made that decision, after a certain period of time, there's no retracting it. Right. you, we want to make sure that's right. And that's one of the first decisions that people make in their retirement. So again, that's that's something that we provide complimentary to all of our callers, all of our clients, and all of our seminar attendees, a Social Security Planning Report. 800-998-5649 is the first step to get yours. And uh, so let's talk about some kinds of risk. I mean, there's all kinds of risk. We've talked about it already today, some. And, yeah. um, you know, we talk about that financial risk, of course. That's one of the that's one of them. But let's talk longevity risk. And that is because we're living longer, we have to plan better, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think when, when they first started out with uh, Social Security, uh, in, interestingly enough, uh, the average person's lifespan um, in retirement was about two and a half years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. What's the government yeah. betting on? <laughs> well, right. So, I mean, hey, you know, two and a half years. You, you, I mean, most people can deal with just about anything for two and a half years. Right, I mean, even, exactly. even your mother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, even if she's nice, you probably don't want to have to deal with her for that long. But two and a half years, you know, we can, we can put up with it. But, you know, now people are living like 20, 25, 30 years in retirement. Well, we got to have a game plan for that, Steve. Yeah, and that's where uh, that's where you come <laughs> in, right? I mean, because there's right. a lot of things Absolutely. to consider. And I mean, uh, you know, we talk about financial risk. Well, obviously, we 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 need to preserve our money, and uh, right. that kind of leads us into the next one, uh, and that is sequence of returns risk. That is so important for folks to understand that, and 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 I know that's part of your education process. Right. So it's very important to understand, and sequence of returns is something that's kind of been a buzzword for the past couple of years, but it's nice to have a number of different buckets to choose from that, for instance, some which are kind of not not market sensitive. And so irrespective of what's going on with the volatility in market, you might have some fixed assets that we could draw from in the event the market is really taking a turn and we're drawing from that nest egg. So basically what it means is the sequence of returns means is this. So let's say we have a, f- a fixed amount of assets in our retirement pool and savings in our portfolio. Well, what happens is as you start drawing off that portfolio, it goes back to that 4% rule that we were talking about a little bit earlier in the show, Steve. Yeah. Well, if you keep taking a certain amount of money out of that portfolio, let's say all of a sudden that the portfolio just and the market just tanks, right? It, it drops like it did in 2008, somewhere between 375 to 56.5% of the portfolio just, just is like on a, you know, straight downward course. Well, 
what happens is if if we have to draw out of the portfolio during that massive downturn, we're actually buying into that loss and it creates a problem later in terms of the overall portfolio value over time. So rather than take it from that pool that's taking a hit, we would move to the fixed environment or, or fixed pool environment and draw off of that while while the assets in the investment pool are experiencing loss. So it it where you and in other words, and this is the salient point to bring home, where you draw that money from during retirement in a in a fixed status where you're trying to provide yourself a certain amount of income over a period of time is critical. And it can affect the overall portfolio risk. And in that sequence of returns. Okay. All right. Good. Well, I like that explanation. That that makes perfect sense. And uh, one of the other risks that we talk about is, um, as, well, healthcare. <laughs> you know, and, and oh, I'm yeah. not talking about long term care. We're going to talk about that in a minute. But let's just talk healthcare for okay. a second. Yeah. So this is a big thing too because we have a lot of people right now that are calling a lot of healthcare workers, as you can imagine, Steve. Um, especially with um, mandates and things like that. Many who are retirement eligible just went through some of the most difficult times they've ever experienced in their lives through this last year and a half with this COVID-19 stuff. And um, so if, the, if they are have the means, we're getting a lot of calls of people who were thinking they might stick it out for another year, year and a half, something like that to get to, like you were saying, full retirement age. But now they're calling and saying, can I go earlier? And you know what? It's worth a look is what I'm saying. Don't get yourself into a position where you feel like you have to compromise something or do something that you don't really feel compelled to do. Let's take a look and see where you're at. See see if you can possibly retire because you don't want to get yourself into a position where you feel like you're obligated to do something or forced to do something that you don't feel that you have to do. So right. a lot of people, educators, nurses, doctors, uh, we've gotten a lot lot of calls from people lately just saying, okay, you know what, let, let me take a hard look at this and see if we can actually make the numbers work. But one of those things that prevents people from doing it is healthcare. So um, we have to take a hard look at what that transition plan is for healthcare, because if you're not 65, if you're not Medicare eligible yet, we have to have a transition plan. If you're in that gray area somewhere between you know, your current age and 65, what are we going to do for healthcare options? And that is a huge factor. Huge factor, Steve. Sure it is. And uh, so we talk about health care now. Let's shift gears and go to long-term care. And that is something that, that Kevin likes to call the elephant in the room. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. Um, it's one of those things that, that people know about. It's one of the greatest risks that's out there. The, the greatest fear of retirees and anybody that's, you know, getting like just ready to transition into retirement, the greatest fear, of course, is running out of money. Do I have enough to make it last as long as I do? And that goes back into longevity risk, financial risks, portfolio risk, all of that stuff, distribution planning, social security planning. But the, the long-term care, people, that, that is the number one risk to decimate a portfolio. Number one risk, Steve. Is it really? Number one. So there's a lot of fears out there, you know, fear of running out of money being the, the highest. But the number one risk, the very top, 
is the fact that people know that long-term care is a risk, but they fail to plan for it. So it is the elephant in the room. Well, Lance, one of the things that I, I know that the insurance industry has sort of really stepped it up and, and are giving folks options to pay for their long-term care, whether it be an annuity or a life insurance. I mean, these are hybrid policies, and that really is something that people need to be aware of. And I know that's something that, that you guys do at Frisbee & Associates is have those discussions and if it makes sense. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's one of those things that traditional long-term care, most, most of the companies that are even providing traditional long-term care are not even providing um, any type of traditional long-term care. There's a few providers out there that are still left in the industry. If you have a traditional long-term care policy, you know, don't get discouraged. Let us take a look at it and figure out what you have, what they're going to provide. The problem point with the traditional long-term care is, Steve, that they continue to increase the premiums. And, you know, for somebody that's on a fixed income, for instance, if you go from, let's say, $2,000 a year to what it was when, you know, you were 50 years old to now you're 65 to like 6,000. And then what happens when you're 65, it goes to 8,000, you know, who knows? When you're 80, it could be 16,000, 18,000, $20,000. And people just get um, unfortunately discouraged and they cancel their policies because sure. the price points just keep going on. They price themselves out of the market. These hybrid plans though, th the actual name is hybrid asset-based hybrid long-term care plans. I know that's a mouthful. It sure <laughs> is, but, uh, but, but I like the way this is going. Yeah. So basically what it is, you take a certain piece of your assets and you hybridize it. So what does that mean? Hybrid means it's doing more than one thing. So let's say it's in an IRA chassis. It stays in that IRA chassis, but we hybridize it. So it, it, it hybridize it to create a long-term care benefit if and only if you need it. That's what's critical, Steve. Let's go ahead and invite folks to call. And, and if folks, if that's something that, that you want to learn more about, now's the time to give uh, Kevin and the team a call at Frisbee & Associates. Sounds great, Steve. For the next 10 callers who will call in today, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. This review is a $499 value. We're going to give it out absolutely free and complimentary with no obligation to the next 10 callers. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out for you where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan for you utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. In short, we'll help you take the guesswork out of financial planning. For the next 10 callers, a comprehensive financial review that is a $499 value that we're going to give away complimentary with no obligation. 800-998-5649. You'll get a comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, of course. But more importantly, you'll find that you've got a roadmap that can help get you to where you need to be when it comes to retirement. 800-998-5649. Again, 800 998 Five six four nine. When we come back, it's that time. My favorite part of the show. Questions from listeners, and we've got some answers. 
he's letting the clock run out on his social security to age 70 for maximum benefits. And here comes the Roth conversion. He's locked in for income for life. He's got some outstanding coaching with that annuity plan. He's created his own pension as well. And it looks like he's going to go all the way. Play your best retirement game. Call Financial Safari's Kevin Frisbee. 800-998-5649. Oh, the haunting call of the loon. Heard throughout the land of 10,000 lakes, a.k.a. Minnesota. It's the 32nd state admitted to the Union in May of 1858. The name comes from the Dakota Indians and means sky-tinted water. There's certainly plenty of that. If you count all the lakes in Minnesota, they number about 15,000. So it's not surprising that Minnesota has more recreational boats than any other state. That's one for every six people. The mighty Mississippi has humble roots in Minnesota. It begins at Lake Itasca. It's a small spring-fed lake in northern Minnesota, less than two square miles in area. You can actually walk across the river at that point. Some 200 miles south on the Mississippi, we find the Twin Cities, Minneapolis and St. Paul. St. Paul is the state capital. Famous Minnesotans include Prince, Judy Garland, Bob Dylan, F. Scott Fitzgerald, J. Paul Getty, Louis Anderson, Lonnie Anderson, Vince Vaughn, Charles Schultz, just to name a few. And from the missed it by that much file, in politics, Hubert Humphrey rose to vice president, but missed the big one losing to Richard Nixon. Walter Mondale, also VP, then lost the top job to Ronald Reagan. And in sports, the Minnesota Vikings made it to the Super Bowl four times and never won. Missed it by that much. Other Minnesota sports teams, the Minnesota Twins, the Timberwolves, the Lynx, and the Minnesota Wild. Plenty of Fortune 500 companies that call Minnesota home, including Best Buy, General Mills, Target, 3M, and others. Rochester, Minnesota, home to the Mayo Clinic, which is world famous for its expert doctors and new medical discoveries. Speaking of discoveries, the stapler was invented in Minnesota, along with roller blades, the snowmobile, the bunt pan, scotch tape, the Milky Way candy bar, weedy cereal, bisquick water skis, and who could forget spam introduced by Hormel, or Hormel, as the locals say. You don't say hand, you say spam. Spam is real spice, You don't say hand, you say spam. The state bird is the loon. The flower is the pink and white lady slipper, the state muffin, oh sure there is one, it's the blueberry muffin. Movies filmed in Minnesota include Purple Rain, Jingle All the Way, Grumpy Old Men, and of course, the Coen Brothers classic Fargo. Oh, you betcha, yeah. Joel and Ethan Coen also hail from Minnesota. And what trip to Minnesota would be complete without a visit to the Mall of America? There's a place for MOA, size of 78 football fields, and there's an amusement park in the middle of it all. It was at the Minnesota State Fair, September 2nd, 1901, when Teddy Roosevelt coined the phrase, speak softly and carry a big stick. About the only stick you'll need in Minnesota is a fishing pole to try your hand at landing the cherished walleye, also the state fish. And that's just a small sample of what the North Star State has to offer. Learn more at exploreminnesota.com. We 
are back on Financial Safari. I'm consumer advocate Steve Siddall. Lance Gilman in for Kevin Frisbee today. And, uh, of course, uh, Lance is an investment advisor representative. He is an independent. He is a fiduciary. Um, he's a 20-year uh, Army veteran. And uh, you also, we talked a bit about your uh, specialty, uh, specialty in Social Security planning, Lance, but you also work with a lot of federal employees. That that whole federal retirement plan can be a little tricky to navigate. Yeah, for sure. If there are any federal retirees out there, uh, FERS, CSRS, whatever the case may be, if you're getting ready to retire, give us a call. We can help you kind of navigate that. The three tiers of your retirement are going to be your FERS pension, your Social Security, and of course, your TSP. So we are well-versed and can help you navigate that. Also, if you're a main state uh, retiree and you're looking for some help, we, we do help all public servants uh, and, and provide complimentary financial transition planning to all public servants. So first responders, police, firefighters, main state retirees, and federal employees. Sure. Um, and folks, if you'd like to get a head start, it's 800-998-5649. Well, uh, yeah, this is, uh, I think, everybody's favorite part of the show. We, we talk a lot we we hear from <laughs> listeners i love it and and you know kind of get a feel for what they're paying attention to what they want to know because i think a lot of the questions that uh, that you pick out here are things that other people are, are similar to what other people are asking yeah yeah no no question about it and it's just great because you never know what somebody might ask and i always have when people call in people will say you know i actually knew the answer to that one <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so they've been listening for a while, so right. that's, that's kind of good. It is funny. Let's go to, uh, let's jump into these. Let's go to Margaret. Uh, is, right. She's great. in Naples. It uh, says, I have okay. an old pension that I'm planning to roll over into a traditional IRA to take advantage of potential returns greater than the 3% that it currently receives. Is it possible to convert some of that to a Roth IRA and then take the money out if I need it. Okay, great question. Yes, the first step of that would be to move it into a traditional IRA. That's step number one. Um, and most plans, just so you know, Margaret, most plans are going to have their own paperwork to do that. What we usually do to help uh, clients facilitate that is we get on, on a call, Steve, with the provider, the 401k provider and and the account owner. And we say, what paperwork does Margaret need? Uh, then we get the paperwork to the provider and, and get that transition done to the traditional. Once it's in the traditional IRA, then we can convert it to the Roth IRA. But just understand when we convert it, anytime you convert a traditional IRA to a Roth IRA, you have to pay taxes in that year. So we would want to know, you know, what the tax implications for you doing that would be and talk to you about that. Um, and then we would make the conversion process. The other real important point with this, Margaret, is it must be a conversion must be done by 31 December. As you, if you were listening to earlier in the show, we were talking about contributions to 401ks, employer-sponsored plans. Conversions must also be done by 31 December. So give us a call and we'd be happy to help you with that. Fair enough. 800-998-5649. Sounds like uh, that's sort of a, you know, a, a rally cry for anybody who's trying to do a Roth conversion before the end of the year. I mean, we're already into November. I mean, time's running out, isn't it? I know. 
crazy <laughs> Thanksgiving, Christmas here yeah. right upon us. Sure. But yeah, no, we, and what happens is, is sometimes you, you have problems getting support on the other end. People get into the holiday time frame and it's hard to get support on the other end. So, right. You're absolutely right, Steve. This is the rally cry time. If we, if you want to jump on something like that, Margaret, we need to get right on it. All right, 800-998-5649. Randy is checking in from Aurora. Uh, he says, I've heard that I can invest in uh, I can invest a health savings account in ETFs. How do I do this? Aurora? <laughs> what? what? I mean, how could he even get reception up there? <laughs> I don't know, he must be on some mountaintop or something. A bit of an outpost, know, is it? But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of is, Steve. Um Randy, yes, you can. Uh, usually when we talk about health savings accounts, um, it's it's limited to choices that are available to you within your, uh, your HSA. Um, so usually we can help people to structure their investments in their HSA. Sometimes they're very limited. Sometimes they're broad. It depends on who set up that plan. But we'd be happy to help you with that. Just give us a call when you get a chance and uh, get a hold of the provider and make some calls and figure out what your options are. Well, I mean, the the uh, HSA and investing, that that's something that people are finally beginning to discover. And I know Kevin and I have had many conversations about, you know, ETFs are, are kind of a win. Win-win-win for folks if if they if they're done correctly. Yeah, absolutely. There's l low cost ETFs out there where you can get some pretty good headwinds, but you also need to understand what you're doing. So um, we'd be happy to help you with that. It's it is used to be they would only allow you very limited choices with your uh, HSAs. Mm -hmm. Now they're getting a lot more broad, and so they become more like an investment vehicle. And so therefore, you need some investment and help to make those choices. Well, and again, having that money grow inside of an HSA, I mean, that's I mean, you know, you put that money in after tax, it grows tax free. It comes out, you know, with no tax. I mean, that's that's a big deal. Right. Provided you're using it for medical costs, right, which are pretty I mean. broad. Yes. Uh, yeah, sure. No, I get it. Uh, provided you're using it for medical costs, which also can be to pay for Medicare premiums and, oh, Medicare, yeah. and medical services in retirement, which as we talked about earlier in the show, Steve, you know, those medical costs are going through the roof. So it's great to have some money stashed away in an HSA. So good work, Randy. And again, if you've got that high deductible health plan, that's the, one of the caveats. The other one is uh, you got to contribute to it before you turn 65. You can't do it after. Correct. All right. Right. Once you, once you, uh, and once you're on Medicare, you can no longer contribute to an HSA, but you can. The beauty about those uh, plans is that they're pre-tax and basically they're portable. So whatever money you have in that HSA, you can actually carry right into retirement. With all right. 800-998-5649, Randy, if you'd like to get a head start. Um, all right. Pamela is in Bucksport and says, I'm a physician with my own practice and four employees. Yep. Right now, I have a SEP plan that I'm contributing to, but I've been told that a defined benefit plan might be better. Can you explain to me how these work and whether or not you recommend them for someone like me? Yeah, so a defined benefit plan and a SEP, these are very uh, different. They're kind of like all over the map. It depends on how old you are, Pamela, uh, and whether that would be the right thing for you to do. Defined benefit plans are, are typically uh, pension plans. So um, usually, for the most part, uh, a pension plan is, is something that would be for a larger organization. 
Um, and most even larger, larger organizations are doing away with pension plans because they're so expensive and there's lots of regulations that go along with that. So my thinking is that you're probably in the right plan for, for your organization with a SEP, but give us a call so we can take a look at it and explore all of your options, not just the SEP, but also simple plans are out there as well as defined benefit plan options. Well, it sounds like what she needs to do is just have that conversation with you. There we go. All right. All right. Let's move on. We've got Dave and Standish. She says, uh, I'd like to invest in the cannabis industry. I've got five stocks picked out. These five stocks just happen to be listed in an exchange-traded fund. Uh, is it better to invest the stocks individually or in the ETF, which covers all the stocks I want to invest in? So anytime that you uh, – great great question, by the way, Dave. Um, and for all of our listeners out there, if you're looking at individual stock holdings – just understand that anytime that you buy individual stock, you have individual single stock position risk. So if something happens to one of those five companies, then that means 20% of your investment is at risk, right? So when you invest in an ETF position, then you're kind of more industry-wide. And that's something that we look at in totality as a, is a person's risk profile as they're approaching retirement. We want to reduce their overall risk. And so we would probably steer you away from five picks of stocks, individual stocks, and steer you toward the ETF. And irrespective of that, you know, when you're talking about industries, you know, when you're looking at a particular sector, we only want to see about five to maximum 10%, Steve, in, in any one sector or any one stock position. Okay, fair enough. And and again, but the ETF, uh, whether it's cannabis or not, like, I mean, again, that those are indexed funds so that you've got, right. you know, you, you ju it just seems to me that if one stock goes down and the rest go up, you're not losing. That's correct. Yeah. It's, it's going to give you a broader perspective, a, a broader perspective of diversity in in the holdings of the portfolio. All right. Um, so it would definitely be preferable than a single stock position or even five stock positions. Okay, Dave, uh, if you'd like to give us a call, we'd love to hear from you. It's 800-998-5649. On that note, Lance, wow, this has been a very fast show. Let's go ahead and invite yeah. folks to call one last time. Hey, that'd be great, Steve. For the next 10 people who call us right now, we're going to offer a complimentary financial review of your entire financial and retirement plan. There's no cost for this visit. It's simply a chance for you to get an education about your money so that you can make the best decisions for yourself moving forward. We found that most people don't have a true understanding of three basic things. They don't know how much money they're paying in fees and commissions. And they don't know how much unnecessary risk they're taking with their nest eggs. And they don't understand the tax implications of their retirement savings. We will sit down with you and help you understand all of those issues. Many of our radio listeners who go through this process eventually become clients, but others don't. This process isn't designed to turn every listener into a client. It's just an extension of the education that we try to offer on the show. But we can't give specific advice for your unique situation on the radio. So this is an opportunity for you to get answers to some of your specific questions or maybe even answers to some questions that you didn't even know you needed to be asking. If you call right now and you're one of the next 10 callers, not only will you get a financial review and second opinion package worth $499, but when you come in, you also get a copy of this brand new hot off the press special report that Coach Pete just released for radio listeners only. It's called the Retirement Alpha. It's a nine page special report about building a solid retirement in a zero interest environment. Now keep in mind, folks, the review alone is worth $499, but this report is invaluable and could save you hundreds or even thousands of dollars in taxes through retirement. 
So for the next 10 callers, we'll make some time in our calendar to visit with you and give you this complimentary financial roadmap. Hey, folks, here it is. This is your last opportunity today to give us a call, get on the phone, and to set up a time to sit down with the team at Frisbee & Associates. 800-998-5649 is the number. It's a chance to get a true practical financial review. It's a comprehensive financial review. You'll see where you are today, yes, but more importantly, you'll walk out the door with that roadmap that we talk about, that guide that can help get you to where you need to be. So in short, you've got nothing to lose. 800-998-5649. 5649. Again, 800 998 5649. Lance, always a pleasure to chat with you. It's always fun to catch up and and to just kind of get a different perspective on things. Yeah, likewise, Steve. It's always a pleasure doing the show with you. And we will be back again next week with new topics and questions and more. All of that right here on Financial Safari with Kevin Frisbee. Coach P Radio. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.